Hello, it's Andrew May, and welcome to the Performance Intelligence Podcast, Bite Size Edition. This is where we take a clip from a previous podcast and amplify it for you in a snack-sized format. Optimize performance through adapting your physical, psychological, and emotional state. The seven essential questions. I have used this so many times. And again, it's so simple, but there is a real framework behind it. So I'll go through the seven essential questions, and then you can pick up on either all or which bits you would like to share with our audience. So the seven essential questions, according to your MBS in the Coaching Habit, which has sold over one million copies. I know. Is number one, what's on your mind? Two, and what else? The acronym AWE. Three, what's the real challenge here for you? Four, what do you really want from me? Five, how can I help? Six, if you're saying yes to this, what are you saying no to? And seven, what was most useful for you? It's the reflection at the end. Mm. Sounds so simple. It is simple. Um, It's difficult because, you know, simple isn't easy. It's difficult to know those questions, master them, feel relaxed about only having seven questions that you use for most of the coaching conversations you have. What would I reflect on around that? I would reflect that if you're listening, pick the question that sounds most interesting to you and go, why don't I test that out? So let me tell you the context where you might use the questions. And then the goal is to pick one of them because part of this whole thing about coaching is if you want to try and shift your behavior and be more coach-like, everything we know about habit building is like, do it in small steps, but do it consistently. So what's on your mind is the key, the, the kickstart question. And it's about accelerating into a topic quickly. It's pretty, it's built on the inside that certainly in organizational life, nobody has time for a long hour, long rambly coaching session. It's got to be fast. It's got to be 10 minutes or less really. And what's on your mind helps you get there faster. It's, turned out to be a really radical way people rethink their one-to-one meetings as well. It's like, let's not report out. Let's use our one-to-one meetings to either celebrate or to solve problems. And what's on your mind will get you to one of those two issues. Then I'm going to combine the, the focus question, what's the real challenge here for you, and the awesome question, and what else? Because they work really nicely as a script. The key insight is to say most people in wherever you are in your life, in your organization, big or small, in your team, in your family life, they're busy trying to solve the wrong problems because we get seduced into the first challenge, feeling like it's the challenge, whereas it's just the first challenge, and it's almost certainly not the real challenge. So the script I use is what's the real challenge here for you, and what else is a real challenge, and what else is a real challenge? So what's the real challenge here for you? And the power of the and what else question in this context and other contexts is that it just says their first answer is not their only answer and it's not even their best answer. So it allows you to squeeze the juice um, out of any question that you ask. And part of the magic is that people don't even hear you asking it. All they hear, all they experience is you maintaining the space of curiosity. Then there's the foundation question. It's the, what do you want? And it's right in the middle. It's the fourth of seven. And I think it's the hardest question to answer. Therefore, often the most powerful question to answer. I don't use this that often in my coaching, but I use it when I'm trying to break through to something or or we feel stuck or there's some sort of frustration happening 
I'm like, so what do you want? And what else do you want? And what else do you want? So what do you really want? And honestly, if you can ask that question of yourself on a daily basis, your life gains clarity and focus. The sixth question is the strategic question, which is like, if I'm saying yes to this, what must I say no to? So the power of that is it makes, it acknowledges that most of us overcommit. Yes is much easier to say than no. And it helps you understand that for your yes to have any real meaning, you've got to have some real clear no's. There are implications for your yes if it's a real yes. You've got to say no to a bunch of stuff to make that yes feel real. So it makes clear the opportunity cost of making that choice. Then there's the um, the lazy question. And I know it doesn't sound like a lazy question, which is like, how can I help? But it's called a lazy question because it stops all of the keeners who are listening, which is most of you, who love to go, I already know how I can help. And I am currently doing an intervention with you because I've already decided what the thing is that you need. So if you've got any temptation to jump in and rescue and save or just start giving people advice, what this does is it slows it down. It also invites the other person to take responsibility for their freedom by saying, this is what I want and naming that. And then the final question is the learning question, which is what was most useful or most valuable here for you. And the power of that is it helps people extract the value of the thing that's just happened because people don't learn when you tell them stuff and they don't even learn when they do stuff. They learn when they have a moment to reflect on what just happened. So those are the seven questions and a kind of bit of context behind each one. And if you're listening, which you are, the challenge I would give you is not to go, oh, those are seven interesting questions. The challenge is, well, which of those questions feels most useful or most valuable for you? Which one could you see experimenting with? Which one would be the easiest one to start with? Which one, if I gave you the challenge of, you need to ask it three times a day, which is the question that you would pick? And then maybe who would you do ask it with? I, you know, is there a person who you're like, yeah, I'm going to see them once or twice or three times this week, or we're going to interact. Maybe they're the person that I'll test this question with. And what I'm doing here is actually starting to lay the foundations of what it means to build a, a coaching habit, which is, you know, when, when this experience happens, I'm going to do A rather than B. I love seeing the depth in the storytelling behind that. As I, as I rattled out at the start, it sounds really simple, but as you get yeah. deep, it's layered, there's context and construct and you could put a whole lot of frameworks behind each one of those it's true hi again it's andrew and i hope you really enjoyed that episode we would appreciate if you help to amplify the performance intelligence podcast by sharing episodes with your friends and with your colleagues by going to itunes and leaving a rating and review this really does help get the message out to a wider audience and i love reading the comments as well if you'd like to know more about booking me as a speaker at your next annual conference or company offsite or purchasing one of the books i've written including matchfit or if you'd just like to receive my monthly e-newsletter, which is called the AM Edition, that has stacks of information specific to all things human performance, go to andrewmay.com. And we'll see you on the next edition of Performance Intelligence.